Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes. I'm Jack Kolodzewski, joined today by Robert Anderson. Hello. How's it going, Robert? Yeah, it's going. It's going. Um, we, uh, we just saw a movie. We're here to give you our fresh impressions. We haven't said anything to each other about it yet, what? more or less. We <laughs> express some thoughts probably while we were watching this movie in the, in the theater. What did we see today? Uh, we saw Alien Covenant. Alien Covenant is the new Ridley Scott picture. Yes. Uh, it is the sequel to Prometheus, which was the prequel to the original Alien franchise. Mm. Let's get this out of the way at the top, Robbie. You haven't seen any of the Alien movies. I haven't seen. I saw AVP, which is Alien vs Predator <laughs> for the layman. <laughs> and uh, you know, when I saw it at 12 years old, I was so happy to be in an R-rated movie. But uh, since so you then, were just psyched on that. I was just like, I was like, man, this is great. Because it's definitely not the best movie in the Alien or Predator franchise. It's Have you seen any Predator movies? I saw the first Predator. Okay, that's first Predator is cool. I like the first Predator. Yeah, movie. that's yeah. the most important one anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen all of them, including Prometheus and AVP One and Two. You saw AVP Two? Yeah. Why? Is there an AVP One, man? Really? Yeah, AVP One is a hot. Pile of trash. It's not great. Yeah. No. Um, and I think it's been so long since I've seen Alien 4 that I might as well have not seen it, but I've seen yeah. one. I've seen Alien. I've seen Aliens. I've mm-hmm. seen Resurrection. Is the third one. We uh, talked about the other day when no, we're... Resurrection is the fourth one. Yeah. We talked about the other day when we were setting this up. I was just like, should I watch the other ones? And we kind of had the idea that I should just start watching them backwards. Yeah, so, well... No, you shouldn't watch them backwards, but it is, I'm interested to hear your opinions on this movie. movie yeah. Especially because this movie has a lot going into it from Prometheus, Prometheus and the rest like. of the franchise. Yeah. Okay. Let's get this out. Let's get this other thing out of the way. The Up elephant top. in the room. The, movie, z- the xenomorph in the, the room. The xenomorph in the room is, uh... This movie sucks. I was going to see how long you could hold it. I could have done like, suck. It's not good. It's bad. It's not good at all. Um, yeah, I agree. This is... <laughs> oh, man. Um, <sighs> kind of from the jump. I man. was just like, I was just like, ooh, I don't, I don't think so. Well, I think about like, what, 15, 20 minutes into the movie, I looked at you and was just like, I'm concerned about the rest of this movie. And I was like, yep. And like, you know, I don't want to be hyperbolic, and I, I don't want to just shit on this movie for the entire podcast, even though that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, well, we, um, yeah. But like, I've never walked out of a movie before in my life, and I had serious thoughts of doing so during this movie. Dude, same. There was points where I was just like, let's just fucking not do this podcast. Let's just, let's just bail this movie. Or do this podcast about half this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's still probably be an hour long. Because, dude. Ugh. Dude, it's bad. Okay. We can't just say it's bad and okay. not, you know. I to... am maybe not so much uh, a Prometheus apologist, but... Are you one of the people who were just like, there's good in that movie? They just didn't capitalize on the I'm good. I'm one of those people who am very conflicted about the first Prometheus because... this is Because Prometheus is the soft reboot okay, so, of the franchise, okay. right? So let me walk you through the, the series for someone who's never seen it before. Yes. Okay. Alien. Mm. 
is pretty simple in concept. That's the that's horror in space. It is horror in space and Jaws in space, and it is one of the most not only effective horror movies but also effective like sci sci-fi movies, especially to like really kick off the genre of horror sci-fi in a way that yeah. probably has not been even come close to since. It is so good. Its yeah. sense of world building is excellent. The xenomorph is probably still one of the best like realized monsters in a modern monster movie. Definitely. This movie Alien came out almost 40 years ago. Wait, really? 1979. Wow. Yeah. Damn. And Still to this day, I think the, your next move should be watching the original Alien. Yeah. We should watch the original Alien, maybe do an overdrinkers on it. Mm -hmm. um, Mike will probably want to get in on that. It but, is a um, show. It still to this day is like one of the best, like, use best achieved sense of tension in mm -hmm. a movie. Because you have this claustrophobic space yeah. on this... Uh, ship. It's like an old mining ship, and mm -hmm. also it's really cool now because at the time and at the late seventies, you they were they were on a mining ship a hundred years in the future, or maybe two hundred years in the future. I'm not right. exactly sure of the timeline, but um, but they had that like seventies computer technology. Yeah, it's kind of like, like how it's uh, like Star Wars future looks, technology yeah, lived in future. Yeah, which mm. is cool. Which is conflicted by these movies that is that are prequels, but I guess they're more like scientific vessels versus mining old mining well, they're vessels. Like, and that's a, yeah, they're that's coloni they're colonization. That colonization we'll get to that. I yeah. want to talk more about the series in general before right. we get there. Um, because that's modern movies now is everything is a giant franchise and right. has all this lore built into it. Mm -hmm. But um, so first alien movie, excellent ten world out building. Of ten. Yeah. Uh, one of the best horror movies ever made, one of the best sci fi movies ever made. Mm -hmm. Um one of the best monster monsters ever created, right? Right. Second movie, James Cameron, right? I think I'm gonna I'm getting that right. Um is that the one, is Sigourney Weaver Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver, Weaver is in all four of the first oh, okay. movies. Because um, Aliens is like that's when I've heard the discussion about like motherhood being a really big part of it and that is Alien Resurrection. Oh well okay. I guess yeah, I guess there are themes of motherhood in Aliens, but Aliens is more if if Alien is your claustrophobic horror movie in space, mm -hmm. Aliens is your more gung ho like um, it's a it's an action movie. Okay, um, so it's like Terminator to Terminator Two. Yeah, actually, that's a pretty apt. Um, that is a pretty apt description. Mm -hmm. um, but Alien was Ridley Scott. Right. Aliens. I'm like 99% sure it was James Cameron. I'm going to sound like an idiot if that's not correct. No, I'm pretty sure you're right. Um, yeah, James Cameron. Um, cool. Was kind of your like balls to the wall action movie. Mm -hmm. uh, instead of one alien. That was another thing that was so effective about the first alien was <clears throat> one. one alien. Right. Yeah. And and it is it is supposed to be this like perfect weapon mm -hmm. creation, like bioweapon and then aliens is lots of them up against like train marines. Yeah, so you got to um, kind of up the ante. Yeah, that way. exactly. Right. Um, and it's a great, it's a really fun, excellent movie. action movie. Yeah. The third one had a bunch of reshoots. Um, and it's another. I, I think Mike told me that each one has a different director. Yeah, Alien I Three. I'm not actually sure who directed Alien Three. 
but that one had some problems. But that one, that one goes back to a little more of like horror in space, except this one is on like a um, prison ship. Oh, that one's David Fincher, actually. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, Mike did tell me that. That's cool, though. Yeah. So that movie, I think, went through some reshoots and like it's sort of the Blade Runner scenario where you've got like multiple different directors cut. Oh, And I think there is a best, I'm, I'm a little foggy on the details there, which is the best one to watch, but if you... Look it up. Yeah. There is like a director's cut. There's like a there's like a one cut of the better, movie that's the best. Yeah, that okay. is better than other cuts of the movie, and there are multiple cuts of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if you watch that like director's cut, like it's okay. It's not right. definitely not the best. And then Alien Resurrection, like I said, has been so long since I've seen it that I don't even I can't really even speak to it. But Do people herald that as a good or a bad movie. Or not good. I don't not think. good. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then you got Prometheus, which is a prequel. To yeah. the entire franchise. so Prometheus, I remember hearing about in the ether. Yeah, and I, do people know off the bat that that was going to be an alien movie, or do right. they find out during the flick? So the kind of cool thing about Prometheus was in the first Alien movie, you have this discovery of this like ancient alien technology, basically. Right, and in the background of what's going on, it's like only like, and you know how. Alien, um, the concept was done by H.R. Geiger. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, all the, like, artwork and stuff is a lot of, like, biomechanical kind of yeah. really interesting, like, design and, and really, like, horrific design. Um, and you have this, like, giant sort of elephant man looking thing that is on, like, the ship where they discover the the alien in the first place. Yeah. And it's very mysterious. It's, it looks super cool, but, like, mm-hmm. it's never really explained. Um, and then Prometheus... However many years later, uh, I think Prometheus was 2012, right. um, promised to kind of shed more light on that. So, like, as kind of like a, a lore idea from the original Alien and the series that's kind of been built up over so many years, mm-hmm. um, Prometheus, like, had a lot of potential to answer a lot of those big questions. And it yeah. was... a Directed by Ridley Scott. Again. Who did the so, first one. Yeah, yeah, so going back to the first Alien. So, like, there's all this potential about, and mm-hmm. these, like, big ideas about, like, creation and these ancient aliens and, like, yeah. where does the original Alien come from? And it had all these big ideas and then ultimately boiled down to, like, almost a beat-for-beat, beat, like, sort of rehash of the first Alien movie where you have, like you know, this alien slowly infecting the crew and taking uh, them out one by one. And it just evolved into this, like, really kind of cheesy, trope-heavy, not sci- good, sci-fi, not good sci-fi horror. Was it a horror, horror movie? Nah. Thriller, I guess. Yeah, because people were calling this movie, like, Ridley Scott's bringing the horror back. I'm like, this is not a this horror movie. This movie was not a horror movie. It's not a horror movie. movie. Have you seen those headlines, too? It's like, bringing the horror back to Alien. That's, like, something I've been um, hearing. Most people are wrong. They're idiots. And... And and not and bad, uh, just wrong. Yeah, because uh, this movie had no tension whatsoever. No, it was pretty on the nose the entire time. <sighs> so so Prometheus, so now we're, like so now I said, we're was back. not a good yeah. movie, but like had a lot of potential. And mm-hmm. at the end, I remember seeing Prometheus and thinking like being feeling really conflicted and thinking like that really was not a very good movie. But yeah. maybe maybe there's like some like there are 
positive things about this movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe Prometheus 2, which at the time, even when Prometheus came out, like I don't think the movie did well, but they had there was talk about them doing a sequel anyway. Right. But maybe, maybe they could expand on some of these ideas in the first Prometheus, and Prometheus 2 will be better. Instead of Prometheus 2, we get Alien Covenant. Which, to me, seems like Prometheus 2 it more is, than any it, other. It really is Prometheus 2. But it's not, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't seem like an Aliens movie, from what I understand oh, of the pedigree um, before. The thing is, Alien Covenant, Covenant basically took everything that was not good about Prometheus. And it was just like, let's do that. And I was like, let's, let's touch on that some more. Let's focus on that. Yeah. Holy shit, this movie is bad. Uh, someone's got a, like, what's going on with Michael Fassbender? Like, what's going on with, like, his career right now? It's not great. Because, like, I, Clearly, I he really likes wearing hoods now. He loves wearing hoods. He really likes to wear hoods. He loves I, seeing okay. Assassin's Creed do it. Alright, let's... It's we... a good way what to go... Can you say? Let's, because I, I want to, like, actually talk about this movie yeah. in broad terms before we, we get into, it. like, like, some spoiler, like, some details mm-hmm. about the plot, because I really, like... First of all, if you're listening to this and you're still listening, unless you are a super diehard fan of this movie, of, of this franchise, series, yeah. of this franchise, like, save your fucking 1250. Yeah. Don't, don't spend money and on this. catch this yeah. in, like, three years when it's on Netflix. In, like, six <laughs> months when it's on Netflix. Definitely. Holy shit. I mean, we should I mean, we kind of knew, because, like, they, they only had three showings in the movie at the theater. Theater we were going to. Yeah, I mean, there I, was I, five Boss Baby slots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. maybe and, maybe and that's like, not necessarily like four like, Diary of Wimpy Kid. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's because it's like you know, there's a kid audience there, blah blah blah. But like, also real quick, I got ID'd. Yeah, you walking got... <laughs> into this movie, Jack. So uh, you know, you guys don't know what Jack looks like. He's he's brolic, really strong dude. But one of his like main fe- one of his main features, which is true, is that he's covered in tattoos. I have a few. You have an entire sleeve and a half of tattoos. Uh huh. I have a couple. Yeah. And I, and apparently I look seventeen. Yeah. Maybe. But I like so it was like Jack, me, um, and my girlfriend, and Jack was the only one who got ID. That was weird. Uh, that was weird. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Don't don't pay full price to see this movie. Go 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 on like Cheap Tuesdays or the Barring Man or anything. Barter Theater. But, uh, yeah, there's a parking theater on 9. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or wherever our silver... listeners happen to be, there might be one. Yeah, um, there's usually a two-dial theater somewhere around. Oh, man. All right. More broad impressions. Why? Mm. Let's, 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 let's... Okay, well, this. okay, let me... I want to talk about what I really don't like about the movie. Yes. Especially because I am coming at it from a don't know... Yes. I knew a lot, like, a lot of what you were running me through uh-huh. when we were talking about the franchise, I knew the bits of... But I have I don't know any concrete details about any of these movies. And also I wanna just say, like, I'm no expert on this franchise. I've seen most of the movies and I'm not and I'm like I enjoy these movies. There's some diehard people out there. Who I'm not love super diehard, so yeah. I'm not like really, really deep into the lore, but I like mm-hmm. it enough to care, I guess. Yeah. We wanna see a good movie. Sure. Yeah. So the things that didn't work for me is um just the acting in general is so flat. Like and there's like some pretty good actors in this movie. Like some people that have some like pedigree. Michael Fassbender used to be a really good actor. <laughs> I have never seen a movie where the actors seem more uninterested 
They don't give a fuck Holy about shit. this movie. Every line is so... Even Danny McBride, the funnest person I've ever seen on camera. Danny McBride looks bored. He, if you're boring Danny McBride, you are doing something wrong. Well, maybe you're like an 86-year-old man. Maybe. Which is Ridley Scott. That might be I don't the case. know if he's actually 86, but he's definitely in his 80s. He's gotta be old, right? He's fucking old. Yeah. And like, no disrespect to Ridley Scott, because he's made some amazing movies. Right. But... He doesn't seem to understand what made the first Alien so popular. Definitely not. That seems to well, be the case. Well, at least 40 years ago, he probably forgot. <laughs> it's got all those old man brains. Holy shit. Um, no one in this movie gave a shit about any line. Yeah. It's weird It's weird just because, like, no one cares about the lines. There's no... And, like, I mean, we were making fun of the acting, but, like, I also mentioned during the flick, I was like... It's hard to say whether it's bad acting or bad writing. It's both. I think it's both. It's just like, it, and like there's so much sci-fi mumbo jumbo. We've talked about the hacker mumbo jumbo before. Yeah. But anytime you're watching a sci-fi movie and someone walks in the room and they say a name followed by a four-digit number. Yeah. That is like, someone needs to like paint the that on the side of a building and be like, that writing. is bad writing. Yeah. It's terrible writing. All of it is terrible. Yeah. And when he's like, oh. We'll get into this. We'll we'll say yeah, specifics. Say but like, specific. yes, this all the scientific mumbo jumbo is bullshit. It's not and good. Bad. The writing is lazy. None of the characters are interesting or compelling yep. whatsoever. They're all terrible. They they try to like from the get go get you emotionally invested in these characters. Because the thing is also they're all couples. Well, okay. Is we'll that is more, this a spoiler? We'll get, no, 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 no. Let's okay. let's keep getting out the, uh, we, the, bar, I, the broad strokes. I think we have a lot more reasons why we don't like this movie than those specifics. Because okay. I think we probably got at least half an hour of us like going by bit by bit and shitting on like the, the, the things the we really don't like. That, like okay. I have extensive notes in my phone. I saw. Yes. Um, some more okay, broad characters so, like, are not good. Writing's not good. Writing's not good. They they really try to like. Like from the beginning, have these like emotionally resonant moments with characters that you do not know yet, and the yeah. characters are like, like crying right off the bat because and you because don't the movie care. opens with like a giant catastrophe, right? And you just yeah. don't care because you don't know anybody, and your one main surrogate character is Michael Fassbender's Michael Fassbender's character, um, who is a robo. He's a robot man, right? Ugh. What else? And he's like super flat. So like, um, I really don't think they did justice to the alien at all no. like cg wise like you, it doesn't I, look he doesn't really look that good i know i've seen so i've seen avp right and i think they're still using like non-cg aliens at that point the, the design, and they look cool like the design of the first alien of alien perfect perfect is incredible yeah still holds up to this day if we're gonna have a space monster that's uh it and, oh. That's also modeled as a humanoid being. That's and like a part of its like thing. It's beautiful. The Perfect. thing is, it's entirely CG in this movie. Yeah. And it moves more robotically than the original did mm -hmm. when it was a, a, a prop. Also, their favorite move is the headbutt. It's the, al the alien, much like myself during this movie, is just headbutting itself against glass I was repeatedly ready to in the film. Glass. I almost headbutted the scene in front of me. I was so frustrated in the whole flick. Oh, man. Um, I also, you know, they only are in like two locations really for the entire movie, and mm -hmm. one of them is from the last movie. Right. No, it's not. It's not from. Well, how did David get from. The planet? Yeah. I guess uh, that's more of a. Yeah, More in -depth well, we can talk about that. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. 
we we both did not like this movie at all. Yeah, no. I was so there. I, how many times during the movie I was like, "Is it over yet?" Yeah. Did we just no, leave? It's, it, it's it's just hard to watch. Like there is nothing. There is just nothing. I don't think there's anything good about it. Did the movie look good? It looked fine. Was the special effects okay? Everything except for the alien looked fine. It's sci-fi, whatever. The thing is, like, we just saw Guardians of the Galaxy like a few weeks Which ago. Which was visually um, Visu- was amazing. My, like face meltingly gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. And so to see it, this movie where this it's just movie like was wholly uninteresting. Like wholly uninteresting. And, like Excuse There's me. no like single event that you just kind of give a shit about, and the, and like there, I think there are points in the film which we'll get into probably pretty soon, where like the gears are starting to turn into something interesting, and then it just like completely yeah. collapses, and then it has like its big set piece. And the thing is, because it never, it, because it fails to ever establish a character that you give a shit about, right? There is no tension in the movie whatsoever because you don't care. I there is well, yes. A, because I don't care about any of the characters. Mm. B, because I just don't think there are no, like, there's no, the pacing of this movie is terrible. Yeah. The first 45 minutes are mind-numbingly boring. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the scenes where there is supposed to actually be some sort of tension are just, they completely fall flat. Like, it right. is, it is a, oh, man. Mainly due to gross incompetence. Because no one in this movie is good at their job. All of the characters are these. T- are okay. the, the worst space explorers. All right. Period. Are we do, ready? Do we want to get into this? Twenty minutes in. Okay, listen. If you don't want to hear any spoilers, here's really the, the, the biggest spoiler movie, is don't fucking see it. It's or bad. or just like try and do it the cheapest way possible. Okay. Every that's good. Spoiler glass so, off. This movie opens up with a ship in no. space. Oh no. Okay. This no. movie opens up with. Um, the creation of Michael Fassbender's character from Prometheus, which is named David. Yes. He's being, he's made by Waylon Utoni, which is... Guy Pierce. Right. Well, no, it, that's his company. Yeah, Mr. Oh, Wayne. Oh, yeah. okay. So, there's this, like, big company. This is Prometheus shit right This now. is, well, Prometheus, yeah. but also, like, the entire, like, franchise. Oh, okay. Is deeply tied in with this Company. company. Right. Um, so David, like synthetics have always been um, an aspect to these movies. Like, oh, there's okay. always been synthetic androids, basically humanoid. Folk. Yep, yeah. yep. Um, and David is supposed to be the whole point of the first movie. It had some themes about like creationism mm-hmm. and creators and what it means to be a creator and and the company making David, who is a sentient character, um, a sentient you know, um, Android Mm -hmm. who is capable of thought. Yeah. And and aware of, he's self-aware, aware aware of the, the line between humanity and his sort of, um, really, uh, superiority over humanity. Yeah. You know, he says at the very beginning of the movie, you know, you're going to die. You're human. Yeah. I'm not. Which I felt like, which I know like the point they have that line in the movie is to kind of effectively, show that point we just discussed that he's gonna figure out that he's so much smarter right if i was guy pierce i'd be like someone pulled the plug he's yeah. too too much yeah we should it's probably, not it's not what uh, i wanted which they address later yeah. on because when we move on and meet we, uh walter walter is also michael fast bender's character but it's another model of of a later model of because it's supposed to be 10 years after the first prometheus yeah. so pr- prometheus um, so there's been some upgrades. Right. He's a little more compliant. 
Right. And I guess can't get uh, they stabbed they, in the throat as easily. They they work out, uh, they kind of dumb him down because he was too sentient. Right. Or, or uh, David was too sentient. But, uh, and he can grow hair. He, well, no, David can grow hair. David can grow hair. We'll That's what I'm saying. They changed we'll, it. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so there's a ship, a colony ship, colonization ship mm-hmm. with something like 2,000 2,000 colonists, and, and then they have a bunch of embryos. Well. embryos yep. yep. And then a crew of about 15, um, a nice round number to pick off one by one in your horror thriller thriller movie. Which this is not. Yeah, which is a, it's <laughs> a bad one of. Yeah. Um, so they're heading to this blah, blah, blah. They're heading Ilios, to Ilios uh, Oma Gang uh, 7, yep. um, where they're going to terraform the planet and then. No, re- no, no. The, the planet's been terraformed. The planet's good to go. Oh, it's primed. It's primed and ready to. They've they've run the, they've run the they're ready to put the human seed on this planet. Mm. Uh, they've run the simulations. They've done we've it ter- all. We've we've uh, what, what, what did you say? More science bullshit. Yeah, bullshit they they one two three four zero five seven did. Yeah. It's all mm-hmm. it's ready to, to it's ready get to those go. get but those it's humans. Gonna take a long time to get there, so mm. we're gonna be in cryo sleep. They gotta be sleepy babies. And we've got our android guy Walter watching we over totally us. Totally trust who is Michael Fassbender, and of course they have to discern between. Now you have two Michael Fassbenders involved. Because one was not movie. enough in Prometheus. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, he was the one of the better things about Prometheus. So oh, really? like, what if we just did... Because I think he's one of the worst parts of this movie. What if we just movie? doubled the fun here? Well, he's one of the worst parts of this movie because they make Walter, the new version of David, do an abysmal... I mean, maybe it's just Fassbender, but his yeah. American accent is... Really bad. terrible. Mother. Mother. Uh, give me the coordinates of But I feel, like, I feel like that's really Scott being like, sound more shitty. Because Dude. like, when in Inglorious Bastards, he is like doing three, I think he's speaking like two or three different languages in that movie. Yeah, he is. And no. pretty good, and they're and like one of the points of that movie, they're just like, we know where you're from, because your dialect's different. Best Bender's really fucking good at acting. He's a really good actor. What, what is going on? What happened? That's me watching this whole movie, dude. I'm just like, I know, I didn't see Assassin's Creed because I'm trying not to chop my dick off during these movies, which oh. is what I do when I get real mad, slice that baby right off. I'm just trying to watch these movies like a person, and like, I don't know, Assassin's Creed looked awful. Yeah, um, yeah it really did. He was good as Mag. The thing is, like, when he chose to do like Magneto, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be his like cool, you know, break into like the mainstream kind of yeah. thing." But he's just been like swimming in the mainstream. He was like as okay like a- as Magneto, though. I thought it was pretty good. He's fine in first class. He's really good because yeah. he's kind of like Double O Seven Magneto, right? Right. And right. that's a cool like version of that character, I think. Mm-hmm. But then he just kept doing that. Now he's doing Assassin's Creed. Have you seen Frank? No. The movie where. Uh, it's with um, Domino Gleason, and mm-hmm. it's like a, this weirdo band recording an album in uh, Ireland, and Michael Fassbender is the like the uh, front man of this band, and he always wears a paper mache head. Wait, really? <laughs> I, I guarantee you, I've if seen you've ever I've seen scroll that. through Netflix before. I've you've seen, seen the picture of the. Paper is he good machete, in that movie too? You should watch that movie. That sounds good. Everybody out there, watch <laughs> that movie over this movie because it's excellent. Mm-hmm. And Michael Fassbender does an American accent in that movie, and it's but good. he's like being really kind of like this weirdo. Is he's a weirdo that wears a paper mache head the whole time, yeah. so it works a little better. Yeah, this one where he's trying to be super serious. Normal android guy. guy the whole yeah. time but like a little bit stiff and robotic but also mother give me the diagnostics it's just 
fucking terrible. Yeah. It's just, there's nothing interesting happening in the movie. Ever. Nothing. No, nothing that anyone says no. is interesting So, okay, whatsoever. so where, where do we leave off? We're, so, so he is, everyone's in sleepy cryostasis, right. and he's kind of like, you know, checking on everybody, see what's going on. Um, I was very confused at the beginning of the movie without seeing Prometheus, but yeah. I started to figure it out. Um, and then, so he tells the ship, he's a like, neutron flare. Well, no, first he's just like, open up your, uh, sails. Oh yeah. Because the ship, because it's important that he's like, open up the sails because we got to do that. That, that was maybe one of the, one of the scenes in the movie that was like, okay, this, this kind of looks cool. It's like, cool. Cause it's a ship, giant, it's like, a ship gold, that has, it's a spaceship foil, that also has sails. Solar flares. Well, it's very reminiscent of like Star Wars Attack of the Clones. Cause mm-hmm. a lot of, there's that one ship that has like the kind of like like back shoot like the slow down parachute that's like that gold electron sails mm-hmm. tell me more about attack of the clones well anakin skywalker hates sand sand is so coarse it's so and it's coarse so sandbag it's everywhere let me float you a pair of padme. i chafe take padme. a take a pa- take a pair of padme anyway do you love me yet please look tell me i'm good um so he opens up the sails and at that point the ship's also just like thank you for opening up my sails i appreciate it uh, we're about to go into a sunstorm, and I'm I'm telling you, this it's is like a sunstorm. It's, it's terrible, like neutron pulse quasars. Yeah. And the way they show that to the audience is the ship opens up its thing, and they're like a really beautiful long shot, and then is immediately just like, oh, we're in the shit storm. Oh, we're fucked. We're fucked again, and then everyone gets kiboshed on the ship. Right, kinda. which they so they that scene was these, fairly interesting. All these like crew members and colonists in cryo sleep, and they're like. Yeah. In these pods that they like are hanging from the ceiling, which seems like a bad oh, like design. A it's a, it's like a, it's like when you go to your dry cleaner, and they have yeah. all the coats on the weird like 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 swivy rack. If you're gonna be, they're hanging a bunch of li- like live in coffins on that thing. Why would you hang all these people in these like very precarious thing if you know you're gonna be going through space for like 10 years to do this colonization. In an airplane, you wouldn't have something that would swing around like that because of turbulence. Right. They're in a giant spaceship with, I would say, the most precious of cargo. Humans. Human life. Like a shit ton of humans. Like the most you could have on a big ass ship. (sighs) Yeah. So, right. So, um, Mm. this ship gets fucked. Uh, Michael By a Fassbender has to thing. wake everybody up. Mother, um, mother, mother, um, has to wake everybody up. They incinerate, um, uh, James Franco. James Franco. Is James, James I was Franco... Asking, is James Franco in Prometheus? No. Oh, so they just, that is the weirdest cameo Dude, I have ever seen in the movie. It. I don't get why you get James Franco. So we didn't know movie. it was James Franco. Did you know it was James Franco? Uh, well, when he was... I saw they. Okay, so okay, they, we didn't know until we got the weird shit iPad. Is, no, when shit is hitting the fan, um, and the ship is like exploding, and yeah. our characters, you're worried about our characters that we. So never basically, met before, everyone, but... like a lot of people, have to get pulled out of these pods right, or right. out of like jaws of life out of them. So you, there's a little window on the pod, and they're all like trying to break into this pod. This one pod is malfunctioning. Yeah. And I was kind of like, is that James Franco? It looks a little bit like James Franco, not knowing, you know, the if he was actually in this movie. Yeah, or not. at this point, I I had no idea. And then they Still. just then because he's wearing like a him. white hood with a pod, and he has some fish. I didn't know. Kind of looks it. like James Franco. You, you I just I just thought it was white guy. Yeah, you know, I know the character, not give a sure. shit about. 
And then they just totally incinerate. They just destroy because he was the one dude that couldn't get out of his pod, right. basically. Right. So down turns to 14 out, right off the bat. Yeah, turns out to be, we get the first widowed character in the movie. Right. Which is his wife, who uh, is played by uh, I don't know her name. Uh, Catherine Waterston. Okay, sure. Is her name. And she plays the girl with a really bad haircut. It's not a good. It's not a. That's haircut, bad haircut. I'll tell you what. Uh, it I, she might have that haircut because she was also most recently in um, Fantastic Beasts. Oh, so if you would have if you're had, a wizard or a witch, you probably have a weird haircut, short, right? She had short hair in that movie. Oh, there you go. Hey. Um. So right. So right. They're married. They're married because everybody on this ship is married. Yes, the the because thing about this to movie care because <laughs> everybody's married, so that's why they care and are driven to do largely incomp no entirely incompetent things. Yeah, because they're driven the by time. love. I guess I don't fucking know because they're all colonized. Listen, there's two thousand people on the ship that you're gonna go colonize. A do you think with? it's like a Noah's Ark thing? Dude, I don't. Know. But do you think maybe because like the theme of religion, which I'm not ready to get into yet. Not yet. We'll but, we'll, uh, we'll, we're close to there. We're getting there. Um. So like the thing is like I guess it's couples in space kinda and like it's really it's it turns into a lot of the movie people just fucking bickering. It's like the worst part of like all of my failed relationships are just like happening in this film. Oh man. Like when the xenomorph broke me and my last girlfriend up. Yeah, that's yeah. hard. Man. It was tough. It's tough to get through. Yeah, yeah, they're bad. No amount of counseling is going to get you through that. They just don't get it. <laughs> so we got Catherine Larson, uh-huh. Danny McBride, Doctor Manhattan, Doctor Manhattan, whose name is actually I was not named Doctor Manhattan. It was there last time I opened up IMDb. He's like the third build actor, I think. Uh huh. Stall for time. Uh, this movie's bad, this movie's bad, this movie's bad, this movie's bad. I don't like this movie. I want to like Danny McBride. Why can't you make him the comic relief in this film? That's the only thing he really does. This is not making me find this any faster. You're well, really hold on. I think it's on my MDB. Now you talk. You do it now. Okay. Um, so... Billy Crudup. That's it. There it is. It's a Crudup? Bingo. Probably. Billy Crudup. Bill, Bill Cruddy. Um, more like. so, so James Franco was the captain. He gets, uh, roasted. He gets roasted in the first, like... T- Ten minutes of the film, mm, yep. Which again is so weird because then they then they cut to it's a lot happening in ten minutes because you you're, yeah. you start off in this very quiet place where Michael Fassbender is being a total fu- especially for me who has not seen any of these movies. Michael Fassbender in a room talking to Guy Pierce, being a total fucking weirdo. Yeah. Guy Pierce slaying it as per usual, dude. We just we just watched and recorded a podcast about Memento. Just as, uh, and we were really high on the Guy Pierce bandwagon. Oh, man. And so high on it. During the podcast, we were kind of like, where's Guy Pierce? Because he did Iron Man 3, and he's probably one of the better Marvel villains in that movie. Uh-huh. Um, and then he's in this movie for like five minutes, and I was like, I love you, Guy Pierce. He's great. I miss him. I miss him, too. So he's one good. More. So like, so the, but the thing is, it's really in the first 15 minutes, we go from like, we, and it's, it's all, these are the... The trapping tropes, the bad tropes of a sci-fi movie. Yep. Where it's too much stuff, too much sciency bullshit kind of happening at once. Right at the beginning. We're introduced to a robot it's character, which we literally cannot identify with because he's a robo. Then we go into and space. He's awkward also. And we yeah, and he's just a weird guy. He's not a very he's not a charismatic robo like KSO or um RGT2. Actually, I will say, um, and they probably did this on purpose, but it is only to the detriment of the movie, but 
David's character in the first in Prometheus. I keep saying the first. You said he's like he was good. He's interesting because yeah. he is a lot more like he has a lot more personality. Yeah. Oh, Sonny. There's a dog in the room, and We're she joined she by wants special to... guest uh, Sonny. Sonny the dog. Come on, Sonny. You. It's okay. Come over here. Come over here. Sit with me. Sit with me. You Sonny, what did you think of Prometheus? I thought it was bad. I don't sound like this because I'm a dog. That's what that's her two cents. Right. So <laughs> it's a good thing that they front load this movie with so much bullshit because the next like thirty minutes is painfully boring. Oh yeah. So anyway, James Franco gets incinerated. Then we find out that he is the he captain, is, or he was is, he was the captain married to um, Catherine? What did you say her name was? Water, 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 Watergate, Watergate. Yep. Uh, who plays Daniels? Mm-hmm. Um, he was her husband and also the captain of the ship. We learn that because when she's grieving, well, I guess we already know, but she's grieving. She grabs her shitty iPad along with like pretty much three or four of the same photos. Of them together. Just kind of like the same photo printed out multiple times. I was lying just like, on her you, you guys can't make another one? It, but like it, the prop people can't like just make only, another shitty yeah, Polaroid of you guys? Uh, <laughs> and she's like in her room crying, which is like our introduction to her character. Like, so right off the bat, our main character, our, We're learning, our, our yeah. female lead in this movie is just crying. Like because her husband no, is fried to death. There's no development in her whatsoever before she is like automatically crying which is where I, I was talking about before like it tries to have this these like emotional moments yeah before they ever give you a reason they, to care they're about not they're not earned at all they're not earned that's the simple like fact of it it's just so that no one can care about these characters yet so then comes in billy crudup who's now got to be the captain of the ship i guess i guess like he was second the second in command, in command and then like sh- now she's the second in command right um yeah, there's going to be no quiet way to do it. So just no, let's it. get it done. All right. um, and he sucks. Basically, he is like, not only the, the not only is he probably the worst performance in the film. Awful, like the worst on-screen performance I've seen in a movie. But since also, John Goodman the, and probably, King Kong, probably the worst written. Also, oh yeah. John Goodman in King Kong is that's that's my only like kind of like uh, foil. Yeah, or... but he might as well be Meryl Streep compared to this. Uh, <laughs> performance i guess so uh i <laughs> the third third note in my in my little notepad here on my phone just says mm-hmm. captain sucks <laughs> captain sucks captain sucks forced emotion <laughs> captain sucks crying wife dead franco also cowboy hat Den- tennessee so danny mcbride is in this he's movie. wearing a cowboy hat the and whole I, was, time. I was expecting Danny McBride to be like kind of a saving grace of this movie because at least usually he's fun in movies. Yeah, he's totally not. He's nope. very boring. He's the worst. He's wearing a cowboy hat pretty much the whole time. I thought they were going to kill him off his, in the beginning of the movie because his name is Tennessee. Yeah, so he has to have a cowboy hat, and he kind of has a country accent. A little bit. He knows that one country song when it comes. He in knows that one country song. Yeah. So Just dumb. Fucking movie um, sucks. So the the captain is like. He is. He's got to fulfill this role, where he, that he's not prepared for. Yes. Um, and lead this team, and immediately he's like, "No, you're not allowed to to grieve for your like your dying husband or yeah. like any of the colony." Not, we're we, not doing oh, that. Oh, also, like forty seven uh, colonists died. Also, but he's just, about yeah. Them he was just like, "Listen, 
We gotta fix the ship. Gonna if we spend ship, 15 minutes... If you take even 10 seconds to grieve your dead husband... We're fucked. We're, yeah, we're totally... We're gonna we're gonna let 2,000 of our colonists die. Which is then now we up, care about our colonists' Which is lives. then immediately followed up by them grieving for that guy anyway, and then them finding a planet and him being like, instead of fixing the ship, let's just Yeah, go. let's just go, go to that, that new planet. Because I guess they fixed, they fixed the... the Danny McBride and what's his face go outside. And they fix the the sail. The, the sails, park. which is again like one of the most useless scenes in movie history. Yep, for sure. Um, well, they they run into the tra- the um the radio signal. Oh right, they get the signal that brings to the planet, right. and From, I forgot. I I didn't care. That was the that was what brought them. To That's the, planet the inciting in the incident. I yep. Guess. So, um, yeah, I guess that is inciting incident. All the lines out of the captain the entire movie are so fucking bad. He the is writing on this guy is the worst. Horrendous. What was the first one? The first line, like, the first line that really made me cringe was like, they just don't trust me because I'm a man of faith. And Yeah, so and they, they get, imply that, I guess he believes in He God? believes in God, so like, and it's like 100 years in the future, so people super don't trust you. Yeah, they're just God, like, you're like, one, you're like one of four weirdos who like, still think this is real. Seriously, every other line that comes out of this fucking guy's mouth is about faith. And like, no dude, it's not that they don't trust you because you're into God, it's just you're fucking annoying because you never shut like, up about it. You're just an asshole. <sighs> So then they go to this planet because they get this, like, transmission that they, they transmission. have no idea what it means whatsoever. They were so concerned about the colonists' lives, yeah. like, ten seconds ago that they couldn't take 15 minutes to grieve for dead James Franco. So then the captain's just like, we they, gotta Yeah, let's go this. check that shit out. They know a country song, and they're definitely Because it, there. Just, it just so happened that there's the this, this transmission is coming from a planet that is perfectly suitable for human life, but they somehow missed yeah, the, the, fa- the reason, and they never really explain why their scans of the entire system would, like, miss this thing in the first place. So, originally, I thought that it was going to be something about Wayland yutoni like, that, um, that corporation having something to do with it and covering that up in the scans. Uh, that would make sense. But they never come back to that issue so again. So, that doesn't make sense. No. Yeah. Um... Maybe they'll touch on it in the next movie that they're definitely going to make. I mean, they set it up. We'll get, we're getting to it. We're getting to it. We're getting to it. We're working our way through it. Um, okay, so we're spending way too much time talking about the first, like, 15 minutes of this This is going to be a long podcast. It is going to be a long one, because I have a lot to fucking say about this movie. Strap in, we're going to talk some mess on this oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Where, I'm ready for my little mouth speaking to this mic. You know, because they have little mouths in their mouths, the xenomorphs, the aliens. There's a small mouth inside their big mouth. They got a small mouth inside their big mouth. Usage. So the blue... Hold on, just real quick because it's on my mind. The uh-huh. blue... The bluish-white aliens are xenomorphs made from the people that used to live on that planet. Right? Um, or maybe not. Well, let's get there. Uh, that's, like a, that's maybe one That's of even cool, more... That's actually one of the cooler scenes... Yes. Uh, ...later on that I want to talk about. There's um, some, like, decent, like... No, there's not. Um, so basically, they get there to this planet. They land on the planet, and of course, everything gets fucked up. Like they're landing on the planet, and they're just pretty like, much immediately. The thing how, is, they how could they not know there's a storm over the planet when they're landing? They're oh, like, yes, I that is about that this. is bullshit. Right. So they they are hovering over this planet, and there happens to be like a storm on the surface, and they're just like, we gotta get just down like, there. I uh, guess. Yeah, no time to waste. Which no, honestly, you were. It was gonna take you seven years to get to the planet you were going to originally. 
you can chill out for the storm to just subside before you punch through it. Yeah. But no, they just go for it, mm-hmm. which doesn't matter. They might as well have just like went down there smooth sailing. They could have. They could have just waited a week. No, but there's there's no reason for that <sighs> th- that scene with them to be going through the storm like them yeah. going through because I'd, maybe it's supposed to be tense, but it's not. No. Because they're just like kind of cracking wise at each other the whole time. The whole time they're actually seeing that. Yeah, concern. the whole time they're bickering and being like. Make sure to take care of my wife. Well, you take care of my... This is literally like almost verbatim what's happening. Don't talk about my wife's tits. I will talk about your wife's tits as long as you don't talk about my wife's tits. None of us are gay. We're all married to We're each other. We're all very heteronormative married couples. Hey, how's it going? Oh, my God. Not that I'm really going to like jump on that bandwagon right now. Are you but emotionally it's like, invested yet? We're all married. We're all married. That's all you need for you like us. Okay, bye. Damn it, Brian, so you're still on the big ship. They get down to the ship. They don't wear any sort of protective... Get down to the planet. All oh, right, right. They yeah. Yes, they land their ship, get down to the planet. They, they, are, they take, sort of they take no measures whatsoever. as to maybe being like, there might be some weird space bacteria. Which, to be fair to, to Prometheus, they also land on like an alien planet. And they're wearing all their shit, and though, right? And they're wearing like space gear. Like any yeah. fucking... Anyone who has any like we how, do that now. How are, we do that now in how real life? Are these fourteen idiots supposed to colonize a planet? They're all so fucking bad. They're so stupid. Well, wait till we get to like. Okay, there's so, when so they, sh- they just like go off to find the signal. Yeah, they're they're like looking around on this planet. They two find people, a two they, people break off right away because they find like a pool of water. Right, so there's they're doing like um, like ecological study of the planet. Which so they two, kind of just decide at a weird point in the film to just do that. Right. Like, we're just gonna go check this. Uh, One character who is Billy Crudup's wife, right? Yes. It goes with another like nameless grunt, basically, who's whose only purpose is to hold a gun and get killed. Yeah. Uh, to do this ecological study of this planet, and she is like. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Oh, jeez. Come down, girl. Come on, baby. Come over here. Um, Come she, here. She's taking, like, water samples for bacteria or something. And this yeah. other guy is just stomping around, smoking cigarettes, throwing his cigarette butts on this, like, <laughs> He's, pristine planet yeah, that they don't the know anything about. the first litter on the planet. Exactly. And then just kind of stomping all over these, like, spores that are, are um, like, egg things that are on the ground, releasing spores yeah. that be, uh, become, like, the alien thing. And you thing. would think that the people chosen to run this mission... Would know would be a, scientists. Would be probably. scientists, or at least know a thing or two about not wearing cowboy hats and not fucking with spores. Well, cowboy hats, whatever. When you're on the ship, do what All you right, want. Right, but like, I guess show a, a little hat. professionalism when you're colonizing We're a fucking planet. Fucking professionals. Yeah, I'm so pissed about this movie. I want it's, my money back. I, yeah, let's go back to Fishgold Regal and be like, hey, we should have seen the boss baby, dude. No, we should have seen King Arthur, like I told you to. Well, because we at least we been, knew that movie was gonna be bad. We probably I mean, would have just been laughing bad. about that movie, how bad it was, and not actually like mad about it. I'm actually kind of like physically angry. Um, so yeah, so homeboy just like flicks a cigarette, breathes in a bunch <laughs> of sport. Sonny, you're being a bad guest in your own home. Sonny, you're not gonna invite it back. Yeah, it's because our butt boy's not here. The proper owner. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, so so he basically immediately gets poisoned by these spores. Yeah. So the other half of the party is going off to find where the, the, distress uh, the origin signal. of the distress right. signal. They find a crashed ship, which is the ship that David, Michael Fassbender's character from Prometheus, and Elizabeth Shaw, the other main character from Prometheus, right. the Sigourney Weaver. 
kind of. Yeah, just yeah. the lead lead woman. Lead female um, yeah. Yeah. Um, took off of the planet they were on in Prometheus, which was not this planet. This yeah. is a different planet. So they took off from a different planet at the end of that movie. Mm-hmm. And then this planet is ostensibly the home world of the engineers who were the like the race that you find out a little bit more about the in blue Prometheus. The blue I remember people. seeing that yep. kind of. Um, okay, blue, hold on, hold on. Let me backtrack okay. it for me for a second. So yep. in Prometheus, they end up on this planet. Yep. David and that female lead leave the planet go to the planet they're on now and so they take they so what you find out in prometheus Mm -hmm. is that the engineers created this bioweapon which is the alien that we know yeah um it's basically like a liquid that becomes like atomizes when it's exposed to oxygen Mm -hmm. becomes a spore that infects a host and destroys like biological life right right so, but David it doesn't always a, turn them into xenomorphs. It can just kill them straight well, up. Well, as maybe, he says okay. in the movie, like it takes it. It's very like malleable, and it changes. Oh, so it can change depending on. But ultimately, okay. it is a bioweapon to destroy biological life, right? Okay. So, um, they come across a planet that had engineers, Prometheans, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. on it, but was not their home world. But they find like the cachet basically of this weapon that they had created. David basically uh, becomes obsessed with it at that point because a of zoologist. His, right, because of his obsession with creation, right? Okay. So they take it. off at the end of that movie mm-hmm. and he is with Elizabeth Shaw. At the end of that movie he's just a separate head. Oh. Yeah. It, yeah, he gets hurt. Uh yeah, he, he which he mentions in this movie, she put him back together. Um, oh, okay. so they take off on that ship and then that's the end of that movie mm-hmm. so what happens in between I'm assuming is that he basically goes nuts yeah. uses her as, as like a, a host, a host yeah. for the, the alien mm-hmm. goes back to the planet that the engineers are from originally yeah. and fucks shit up right? because we have the scene where he just drops all the like the the alien spores that's what i was gonna say so he's the ship that he's that just dropping all that stuff that he's on he is being he has been put back together Uh uh-huh and he wants he wants to fuck up that planet yeah so okay not really sure why doesn't really make sense to me but he does um so they find that ship they find that okay right and that's where another member of their party gets infected so now we got two people infected at the same time Shit's hitting the fan. Shit's hitting the fan. The, um, the first guy that's flicking his cigarette butts all over this pristine planet mm-hmm. is now, like, bleeding out of all of his holes. He's puking up the black stuff. Right. They start running back to the ship. And hilarious. So, like, typically... The small, these, the little ship. The, the little, little yeah, the, the, yes. So, yeah. like, typically... Danny these, McBride and a couple other people are still the, up the in the They're in the big colonization ship. Yes. So, typically in these scenes where someone's injured... And they have a healthy person trying to get them back to the ship. There's like some sort of urgency. You have your, there's urgency. Also, you, they have your arm around them. You're kind of helping them right, along. Right, you're like helping them come back. The girl and the guy, she's just booking it. She's still them. holding all her like gear. Holding her shit and be like, dude, come on. Come and on, man. And he's puking up black shit. Being like, I'm he's he's like, actually God. dying. He's literally dying. And she's like, all right, well, I'll carry this stuff. Dude, just leave it there. And then meanwhile, the person they left at the scouting ship they're like, prep the med bay, prep the med bay. And she's like, ah, 
And she, I guess, like, prepping the med bay just means turning the lights on and putting down, like, the slab, which she takes a long time to do. Right. And she's not ready. She's not prepped. She's freaking out. Uh, she, she gets them onto the ship. They go into the med bay. There's someone's in blood. Yeah, Danny McBride is like, you think this is a quarantine situation? And then they kind of just ignore that. Totally question. <laughs> yeah. But then they get him into the med bay. She doesn't even like lay him down on a table or anything. She's like sobbing him up. And right. he's and he's like seizing. At this point, and, like, blood is just shooting out from him yes. everywhere. Gets her covered. Gets, gets her covered in the black goo. Right. And also he's getting like back pimples. Right. Which are gonna be where the alien births, I guess. Mm-hmm. So he's getting back back zits. And the other girl who's like manning the sh- who's manning the ship who was prepping the med who's bay. prepping the med bay. Yeah. She gets some shit on her, and she's just like. Fuck this shit. Which is total bullshit, because she locks... She the... locks both of them in there? Right, she quarantines them. She's like, oh no, you guys are probably infected, so I gotta quarantine yeah, you. Yeah. Never mind that I just got blasted in the face by With some blood. Some backsets, yeah. But ultimately, it doesn't matter, because an alien pops out. Yeah, which so he... That, br- which, hold on, that alien looked terrible. The little baby The little one. baby oh, one. Oh yeah, it was stupid. That looked really bad. Yeah. Um, with this little scorpion tail thing, I guess. Well, they always have big, that. the big ones have that. Yeah. But like that thing just looked. Well, bad, it was man. weird because he like one. it was weird, and I feel like someone can maybe make the argument because it's like different birthing methods make different aliens that age at different rates. Right. And I'm gonna give a big middle finger to you up front, those people who say that. Um, but like, so the alien looks like shit, and it's ready to murder instantly. And usually, there's a pretty quick like ready to murder rate for some of these, uh-huh. for sure. Well. I mean, the thing about the first Alien was that there was a pacing to the way that the they the grow Xenomorph over kinda, time, right? right? Yeah, but they grow you've quickly. Got, you've got the face hugger yes. that like implants the thing in you, they and then it. right, mm. and then like later it becomes a chest burster, and then that grows to be a bigger one. Big, like, there's some like yeah. there's some pacing to it. This it's like you know what it is. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna infect somebody and then it's gonna pop out of them at some point. And then so homeboy, start. homeboy pops yeah. out of this guy's little xenomorph pops out of this guy's back. Yep. Kills that chick in the quarantine room. Right. The girl who escapes is just like this. All seems kind of shitty. Right. Grabs a gun, forgets what guns are, can't shoot the thing. No. Nope. Or no, she goes in the room. Oh my god. I she forgot. goes in the room with like all the exploding barrels. No, 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 no. We. This is even before that. She opens up the quarantine room. Oh yeah, right. She walks in. She points the gun at the little xenomorph Instead murdering her friend. The quarantine room. And then I don't she know, quarantine. and then she slips on some blood. Oh yeah, right. And shoots the ceiling. Doesn't close the door. At this and point, the xenomorph you might as well just ran in. It is the silliest scene I've seen in a movie. This is being slightly hyperbolic. It's one of the silliest scenes in the movie in a really long time. Maybe if I was like really drunk. Or otherwise, watching this movie, it would be better. I think we just would have laughed harder. If we went in, like, if I went in just expecting a... No, because it wasn't even, like, good bad. No, it, it wasn't, wasn't even dumb funny. I feel like that's what I was saying, like, King Arthur, if we saw King probably Arthur. Probably would have been dumb bad. We would have yeah. we came back here and been like, it was... Like, how we talk about Triple X, it's like, it was fucking dumb yeah. and not good. I would rather watch Triple X again than this movie again. Yeah. I, I will never th- watch this movie again. I would... Mean, you cannot I, force me I to watch this movie again. I might not watch Triple X again. No, That's I a probably maybe. also would prefer not to watch. I would watch the first Triple X again. You've never seen, seen it, the first so Triple X. could do that. That okay. actually sounds like That's a good time. Idea. That's coming. That's coming in the pipeline. So where are we? Are? Where are we here? Yeah. Like, we could go through the rest of this movie like step by step, but like, and then we're on pace to do that. But it yeah. would be a long podcast, which we don't need to. That. 
What else, what else did I got in my notes? Uh, is it too early okay, to get so into sh- so, Fossbender sh- off Fossbender? Right, so like, then, yeah, <laughs> oh my god. So, the, the, okay, so she, oh, she, one more she, she blows up the ship also. She blows up her own she, ship. Yeah, but she, while she, this is all this is happening and shit is like going off the rails, everybody's screaming. The mothership up top like has the worst comm system in the world. Yeah. Not only can the mothership up top not communicate with her in the scouting ship yeah but also like the people on the ground like that with the captain's party can't with the communicate other person, with the scout ship because they have like like 1990s walkie talkies or something to talk to each other on this fucking colonization also mission. they also have, they all have gopros on their back and they never do a cool like no. back sh- you notice that right yeah they probably and you were thinking like let's do let's but like they're screaming at the captain, like, we need your help. Get over here. Quick, quick, quick. And he's literally, like, walking towards him, like, we're going as fast as we can. We're going as fast as we can. We got a sick guy. And, Did I and tell you I'm into God? Because I like it. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm into going, God. I'm I going as faith. fast as Jesus walked across the desert. Jesus is carrying me right now. That's yeah. why there's only one set of footprints. Okay. Okay, you get it? You guys get it? I'm on his back. I believe in God. I don't know if you heard me before. So they resolved that by just blowing up the ship. And killing all those people because the girl has the girl, like the half girl, a dozen so wives Danny, okay, on it. So that's actually Danny McBride's wife, right? Which is that why is half a dozen wives. He <laughs> borderline like crashes the mothership into the planet because his wife is now dead. This is way, this is way later though. We're still oh, in man, this. That's chunk another of the movie. moment though. Oh. That's this is still, dude. We're still in this chunk of the movie. See, so the she, thing is, I want to walk through every scene of this movie it's so... because everything is terrible and stupid. Yes, like oh. we gotta get to the highlight reel. But let's finish this point. We gotta finish this chunk, and then the movie's gonna fly by because it's stupid. So, All right, if you say so. Well, I don't know about that. I'm not doing anything else tonight. Let's go. So, she's trying to shoot baby xenomorph. She can't do it. She blows up the ship because she shoots the barrels. Very typical kill yourself in a video game scene. Mm-hmm. So she just destroys the ship. Um, they all get back coincidentally when the ship has blown up. Right. Their other dude, and I guess that kills the baby xenomorph in that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now at this point there are other baby xenomorphs. Well, now the there's one more baby dude is, is also dead. Yep. Um. So that xenomorph pops out of that dude's back. He's fucking with everybody. No one can see, can use a gun. No one knows how to shoot. The yeah, thing. they're all screaming. They're all shooting. idiots. I think it might. I think it like nicks someone in the throat with a scorpion tail. Everyone's freaking out. Basically, it goes from fourteen crew members down to like five really quick. pretty quickly. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, saved. Saved. By other Fossbender. Who is who is now in his like Iggy Pop phase with like long blonde really hair. Really long like, hair. Kind of scraggly. Also looks like Assassin's Creed hoodie man. He's still wearing a hoodie. He yeah. Really likes hoodies. They all like hoods. Those synthetic boys. Yeah. So he shoots this flare gun that seems to do more than what a normal flare gun does. Because it also it's like. A super flare gun. It's super flare gun. So not Which, only is it bright. It also I, makes a lot of noise I think. I was thinking originally like oh great. Now they're like trying to shoot at these alien things. They're already not doing a great job shooting at it. And right. now you've blinded them. So they're going to do an extra bad job shooting these things. But I guess aliens are afraid of light. For I no also... Well, they don't have eyes, though. Not really, no. So hmm. so basically, regardless of whether they have eyes or not, or whether light is they're afraid of, they run this away. time they were. Mm-hmm. So they run away, and other Fossbenders just like, Hey, listen, um, I seem like a normal guy you should trust. Come with me back mm-hmm. to these ruins covered in corpses. So I saved do. your life and I have a cape, so you should probably... And I look kind of like Iggy Pop, so... Yeah. There's go. also one point where the guy who birthed Xenomorph 2, um, someone's, like, patting his face being like, Dude, wake up, wake up. 
There's like Another a weird character scene. has to explain like no. He's like no, no, he's, no, he's, he's dead. dead. That's how this works. He's so dead. Not only did he pop out an alien baby, most of his organs came out with it. Right. He's basically like a husk. Like he, the, the, those are all his ribs and stuff. Yeah. You maybe should ask those to wake up instead of his head. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Fast forward to now that an alien place, more exposition. Still, nothing really makes sense. Um, and then David. And Walter are just Meet. like, yes. hey, we're both uh, robos. And David's just like, it's good to see you, brother. Right, brother come to with me. Brother, brother to brother. Brother to brother. So then he's like, all right, come with me to my uh, my cave. Come with me to my cave. Come with me to my little cave. Which, like I said, uh, Fassbender in... Oh, Fassbender also loses his hand. Or, I'm sorry, Walter loses his yeah, hand. Yeah, Walter loses his hand. Um, yeah. Fassbender in Prometheus was actually, like, kind of interesting because of the way he sort of, like... His is moral dilemma. Like, waxing like, poetic and, like, quoting Ozzy Mandias right. bullshit about creation and, like, is all, like, kind of really heady and yeah. up his own ass, basically. And then Walter, like, new Fassbender is just kind of boring and uninteresting most He's of the He's, like, time. more like an android than um, the so, other android. So, so we get... Treated to a, a few scenes between the two of them that are gold, really something, and a, um, <laughs> and a testament to the pacing of this movie because there's like a full, what feels like half an hour long scene Days. where British Days. fastbender teaches fake American fastbender how to play the recorder, which which, which so he the himself thing is, probably has whittled. I guess in the ten years that he's <laughs> that spent he's on been this there. planet, he made a lot of flutes. And oh the thing is, God. you know, Foss, so the, the thing is, I'm trying to think of the the best cohesive way to tell this this the, to tell this yarn. So the innuendos, man. Okay, it's just, we've been jumping around. All, okay, okay, so there's Walter is the good Fossbender. David's the bad one. They're in David's. Ca- yeah, just in the, com- the, let's, let's for all it. intents and purposes for this movie. They're yes. in. They don't know that David's the bad one yet, but we do because we're the audience. So they're in David's man cave. They're, they're, they go to this like city that's obviously destroyed that has like a thousand thousand like, corpses. Yeah, yeah, dead bodies, and they all don't really bring it up. Nope. Not even, they don't even, like, raise an eyebrow. No, they're just walking through, I think... Maybe they're statues. statues. I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's like that beach on Earth where the volcano... man. Anyway, the volcano uh, erupted and Anyway, then how'd people... you get here? So, like, are you a robot? Also, why do you look identical to Why me? do you look like... I was so, I was so confused. Oh, I bet. Dude, because I was just like, is no one gonna bring up that Michael Fassbender looks a lot like other Michael Fassbender? <laughs> and then at the, at the end of, like, that intro scene where he's like, hello, brother. Then I was like, oh, I guess I'm supposed to know that they are both the same. That they already, movie. like, everyone's just like, oh, there's a mad amount of these well, white it's, guys. It's why they there's show a ton you of the them. scene at the beginning with Guy Pierce where it's, it's, it's They're David. Making they explicitly this. say, my name is David, and he explicitly has a British accent, and then they cut right to Walter. Who is clearly different. Yes. Yes. Okay, so they're in the cave. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. So Walter, I think, I guess, I think it's like Walter initiates by picking up the flute, and he's just like, and uh, David's like, why don't you play a play a no. play a song? He says, "Whistle and I will come." No, that's the first line. That's the first line. So he starts off pretty homoerotic, horny, pretty sexy. Fastbender on fast. Fastbender on fast. It's getting it's getting pretty sexy in the cave pretty quickly. He's so, like, you put your finger right here. No, no, no. We gotta. I we can get through this. All right, you do sexier. This. You so do this. so blow it and I will come. So basically, so 
you know, Walter only has one hand, so he's holding it. And David's just like, why don't you make a oh. tune? And he's like, I can't create. That's like a part of my like my iRobot directive, basically. See, One of the things is I can't create. I thought they were just being cute in this scene. No. I forgot that Walter had lost a hand. Yeah. That's <laughs> why he was helping him play them. <laughs> no. I mean, they are being cute. <laughs> it's because Walter lost his hand. Cause right. Because okay. he punched the alien in the mouth. <laughs> right, 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 right. Okay. This okay. makes a little more sense. Uh, no, it doesn't. No. So... So David's like, why don't you play a song? And he's like, I can't play a song. I can't create. And David's just like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna make you. I'm going to make he you does create the whole, a little like, something. He's like, hey, baby, I'll teach you how to play a G chord yeah. if you, uh, you know, stay over. Yeah, it's like it's like when you teach someone who you're trying to flirt with how to play the guitar, which I've never done, but this seems like a good enough analogy. And you sit behind them and you put your hand on their hands right, on the chord. And you, and you put their hand like, and you kind of like strum it along, but you also like maybe... Be like extremely creepy. And yeah, weird. and like you kind of breathe on your, their neck a little bit. You tell them that you're the only one for them. So like... So he puts... <laughs> so David puts the flute in Walter's mouth. And then Walter... <laughs> Walter blows into we're, it. We're ten years old. Oh, we are ten years old. But seriously, this, this scene is ten, this scene is ten he, years old. Well, this is Ridley Scott is an eighty year old man. He's exploring his own sexuality. Ridley Scott was like, no, this is like a really impactful scene. Or do you think Ridley Scott like was just a whole horny old eighty year old man? Like, wouldn't it be funny if I like? I think it could. Oh, I think man. it almost could be like some weird like you know, being gay is pretty trendy right now, and I want to be in touch with the teens on this one. And they're explicitly calling themselves brothers. brothers. Well, actually, incestual sex is like the most searched like Pornhub thing in recent years. In your, not my, no, not your recent, not years. my recent years. It's like just a, like generally. There's an article somewhere that proves that. I bet. So, so you know, go ahead Walter, and search it. I guess. Let's <laughs> find out. So Walter's blowing into the flute, and David is. He says, "I will finger you." Right. No, there's a. F I'll do the fingering. I'll do the fingering. I'll do the That's fingering. You blow. I'll do the fingering. Right. And I'm okay, but like we have to stress brother that's like brother, brother, brother. That's not really that different than the line that was said in the movie. It is that's you blow. I will do the fingering. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whistle and I will come. I'll do the fingering and you blow. You blow. Mm -hmm. So and like listen, we weren't the only ones laughing in the film either. It was we were the ones laughing the loudest. We were definitely the ones laughing the loudest. So. So uh, the two brothers together make a really beautiful song on their recorder, um, just like I did when I was in fourth grade. And we all did. We all did. And uh, I so know then how to play hot cross buns. So then, tell you. yeah, oh, I know how to play hot cross, and so does the Fossbender on Fossbenders. Mm -hmm. So then, so you know, Walter Lee's being like, "I created something," and David Lee's being like, "I came." Yep, because he also likes creating things. Is his thing. Yes. And also fingering. So that's that scene. And uh, listen, listener, that's not the only one. Right, because they also have the scene where they're talking they, about Uzi Mandias. Oh, and the scene where they kiss. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so fast forward. Let's, let's try to like, get like work our shit. way through this yeah. and get to the end of this fucking movie. Yeah. So that scene happens, which, you know, we spent the appropriate amount of time on. Probably the most important scene. In the I, film, I, would I would say, say so. I would say so, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, there's a scene where I guess Walter figures out that David is has nefarious plans. Oh, because 
he he reveals to him, which is I think maybe the one cool scene, one of the only cool scenes in this movie, mm-hmm. where um, David reveals to Walter that he has been experimenting with the xenomorph that this is whole cool time. that is actually and he kind of cool. walks him through this menagerie of like specimens of the xenomorph that he's been like crossbreeding testing with hybridizing and doing like weird shit with and that's also where you found out find out what happened to elizabeth shaw the lead from the first movie that escapes with david at the end of prometheus um he basically turned her into an alien host yeah. And he has created, because up until this point with Prometheus and this movie, you haven't seen the same xenomorph that is in Alien, like the original Alien trilogy. Right. Which is notably mentioned throughout the series, like over and over, as kind of like this perfect weapon, this perfect organism. Because when, when it like interacts with human DNA. So creates... I thought it was kind of cool how they explicitly make it that David is the one that created the xenomorph. What do you think, Sonny? Sonny created the xenomorph as we the viewer know it. Yeah. Like, that's kind of interesting. That is cool. So he creates the strand that makes the black xenomorph. He's done all sorts of weird experimentation. Nazi-esque experimentation yeah. on the xenomorph basically yeah. to create this perfect weapon. So the white ones that we see in the film are an older or t- I think it's just like wild type sort of because they show him release yeah. all the spores on the engineers. Because the way I thought it is because like I, to my understanding the xenomorph would be different depending on what host it came out of. That's kind of the way they because an AV because an AV, yes. AVP when you make the eventual alien predator hybrid right. is because there is a host on. This is a series that's had a lot of hands on it over so the years. Things change and a has little had bit. Some, like like uh, like comic book adaptations as well yeah and i think I, there's actual books i think i read one of the books too like how have you read a book but not seen alien i don't know dude you make interesting choices i that is true we gotta wrap it up man i know this uh, is it's getting it's going long i think my dog wants to go for and a, the for dog a needs to go for a walk i guess but all right. What are some of the What are some of the closing points we want to? If, uh, what do we really want to get really, to? Here? Okay. Well, then because like I said, we could go. We literally do, have I so far do, scene by scene. I do have to talk about the this. scene where they have to call Danny McBride as they're like as he's coming in on the rescue mission, putting themselves and the lives of two thousand colonization members in danger. Yeah. To rescue, like, the three people that are left on this Well, he planet. thinks his wife is alive, because no right. one Right, and he thinks his wife is him, alive. And as they're, like, going through this storm, and, like, he's piloting the ship, and everybody's, like, like ah! rocking out of control. They're like, oh, uh, by the way, can you go to a private channel real quick? And he just, he's like, yeah, sure. And he gets up from his pilot chair, just walks, and walks into another room, <laughs> and she's like, oh, by the way, your wife is dead. Super dead. And he's like, now's not really the time. No, no, movie. all he says was, like... <laughs> Uh, copy okay yeah and then and then it's geez that's it like slate wiped clean um so how do we so the climax or the climax is david's bad david's bad david's bad now he basically uses the captain the uh the captain that's into god to like perfect his weapon and he seeds him with the like actual xenomorph. Yeah, they have a conversation about the devil and God, which is very terrible. They're raging inside me. Yeah, they're raging inside me. Brand new is cool. So they go into this room, 
where there's a bunch of like classic alien pods. Right. Classic, like the facehugger jumps out of these pods. And David is like, no, it's totally safe. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, and it was always and the captain's like, okay, I believe you. I'm, a man, like, I'm a man of faith. He like, yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, out of faith, strokes the like egg sac, which why would you touch that thing that looked gross? Yeah. Literally, I think Fossbender or David is literally just like, yeah, no, it's good. You just touch he's it. Like, he's like, yeah, take you a look. Sh- you should and fucking like, touch that. And he like yeah. leans in to look at the, the pod and then lo and behold, and a, a uh, face hugger pops, pops out. out does their thing mm-hmm. and now he like 10 seconds later because that's the way this movie is paced yep. where you have 10 minute flute scenes and then like 10 second ten xenomorph second aging scenes face hugger to chest burster is about 10 seconds yeah um and then the like proper xenomorph comes out of him and it's supposed to be like the most beautiful the light shining and on the, it and like so my problem is like like i said in the in alien the reason that the xenomorph is so scary is because you don't see it and it's smart, yeah. and it's always hiding, and it's a very calculating. Well, it's the reason why like the alien video le- game is supposed to be like cool, right? Yeah. Because they're like, so fast, and they're so they're smarter than and you. dangerous. Yes, this one like stands up on its hind legs all the time, and is always kind of like walking on two legs, and is in the scenes like when it gets because it eventually gets back to the ship, and that's like kind of the main like climax. Well, set piece no, the no, because the one this is even stupider. That one dies, remember? They crush no, no, no. it in the cane. In the... Right. And then there's another guy births another one okay, right. on the ship. Regardless, like the, the actual xenomorph, like you they show it like they show it in a first person mode. Which, which looks so stupid. Like, like PSA, if you're making a movie, please don't do like a first person anything. It was cool in Kong. When they no, did the aim down I, sights, I, the aim down sight scenes, they did it too many times, but it was cool. Only because the thing that they were pointing at was cool, like that spider bamboo thing was yeah, kind of cool. So like true. getting a better look at that thing was pretty cool. <clears throat> um, Sonny just really wants attention. She, that's that's it. I don't think um, she needs to go to the bathroom. Yeah, anything. I think she, she just, just wants, wants love. Us to pay attention to her. Yeah. I'm, we're almost done here, Sonny. Yeah, I, don't I worry promise. About it. Um, it's like it's just really slow and plodding, and they've got it like trapped in different sections of the ship, and there's no sort of tension because it is they know where it is at all times. Yeah, it is super slow. It's not. It's not the same. It might as well not be the same alien Monster. that they have in yeah. the first movie, which is really disheartening because it's Ridley Scott at the helm again, and like and you would think like he, we kind of said at the top it. of this this episode. It seems like he's kind of forgotten what made the, that movie scary. Right. This n- at no point ever in this movie is it scary. Yeah, I mean, like to wrap up like our plot summary and not go any more detail, like step by step. The movie ramps up in action. Uh, you learn all the secrets. David basically kills Walter, takes his place, right. gets back on the ship. So does another xenomorph because apparently someone got face impregnated. Right. They a wind up bit. killing the xenomorph, but there's another well. one. They wind up killing both the xenomorphs. Mm-hmm. All is well. Ultimately, they go back to sleep to cryo sleep. The ending of this movie is actually, I think, kind of cool because no, like, it's not. Well, I kind of don't like let the, the beg bugs bite. Well, that scene sucks, <laughs> or that that line that sucks. Is the scene. But this the like the realization on her face when because we obviously know that. We knew the whole time. We knew that it because was they made it very painfully obvious. Yeah. yeah, but I like how it ended on like the kind of like the bad guy wins at least. 
all the characters in this movie suck. Why not let the bad guy win? The I bad guy is the only interesting person. I guess my, Michael Fassbender really is the main character of this movie. Well, they put him in it twice. So, so. there you go. So okay, but the end, the last scene, I just want to talk about because of how fucking stupid it is. Well, so we Michael talk about every scene in this movie because yeah. of how stupid it is. We've, so Michael, we've talked more in detail about this plot than I think any movie we've ever done. This is, the, this is one of the longest hot takes we've ever done because we are so breathlessly like like. Well, when we like something, it's it's like it's like uh, it's like when you have like a girlfriend and oh people boy. are. Where are we going here? It's like when you have a girlfriend. Oh boy! And like you're talking to your friends, uh-huh. and they're just like, "Wow, you talk like some shit about your girlfriend." Blah blah. blah. And I'm talking like blah blah. And like, listen, because I'm trying to talk to you about the things I don't like. Why am I going to talk to you about the things I do like? I guess it doesn't happen that much. Do you want like counseling? Or no, I love my current girlfriend. She's great. Oh boy! And we I tell you that all this. the time. Oh, we got to wrap up this episode. Anyway, so Michael Fassbender goes to, uh, so Michael, so he. Puts to sleep the new cat, the newest captain, who is the girl who survived. Right, she goes back into cryosleep, and they she get back and on she course. figures out she's like, "You're fuck, you're the wrong one, you're the wrong android." Yeah, and he's like, "Sleep tight, I'm gonna impregnate you with an alien." Hey, so <laughs> he goes to the place where they keep the embryos. He coughs up not one, but two, but two little alien embryos that he which he keeps in exactly the same sort of pod that they keep all the human embryos in. basically it fits right in fits like perfectly snug. and also he had the wherewithal to swallow them in his belly wait you don't you don't have any swallowed aliens i don't have any no i have i have some some quesadillas and beer yeah me too i have an emergency beer i can cough i have a burrito up. You have a burrito in yeah, there. Yeah, I could probably cough that up and cough like, up do a some burrito sort of embryo. You could definitely fuck up that shit. So he coughs up two of those, puts it in there, gives the camera like a see you, see you next time. See you in two to three years. We'll we'll see how this goes. And here's Jack. Here's my thing. Okay. So lay it on me. If his I'm sure you're already halfway there. If his character is so bent on human destruction and not letting them live anymore, instead of implanting two aliens into the embryo. Uh, drawer. Uh-huh. Why doesn't he just blow up the fucking shit? And don't say just because this movie's fucking bad. Because that is a great reason. Well, because they want to make another movie. That's kind of what I just... Ugh. Can we agree on that? That's stupid. Just kill them all. It's all bad. It's I mean, eventually, bad. they're working towards... Connecting him, right? I connecting guess. Connecting it. Looping it back around to the first alien, I guess. But this is none of the shit anyone cared about from these movies. Like, I mean, I made the analogy of, of like T one to T two with this one of going from horror to action. But like, I but mean, even the ter- but the Terminator franchise also lost its way, right? A long time ago, yeah. Like with Genesis and the newest, or the newest one is Genesis. Uh, yeah, there was a one after three. Well, there's I the know. oh, I didn't. Well, I didn't see two. None of them are good after two. Yeah. It doesn't matter. People just don't get it. Nothing matters. <sighs> this movie is bad. Don't go see this movie. We just talked for an hour and 20 minutes about this bad movie. <sighs> you want to pour one out or something? I don't know. I'm pouring one out of my fucking mouth. Yeah. It's just not good. It's not good. It's not good. It's we, kind we've of like, said that a lot, though. I but know, it's, but it's just really disappointing because like those movies have a legacy... 
Prometheus, so Forerunner. For... You think it's disappointing because these movies have a legacy, but I haven't seen any of them. You... Imagine how I feel. I'm sure you're just pissed off. Like, well, I'm glad we had this avenue to, to, to express vent. our feelings. Yes. Yeah, this has been an hour and twenty minutes. We've almost vented about this movie for as long as we've watched it. Yeah. Well, someone's gonna be cut out because I had to do dog stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's wrap this thing up, huh? What do, do you say? Little, what do you say? Inside baseball for these folks. Yeah. yeah let's just fucking. All right, closing thoughts with the movie. It sucks. Don't see it. Don't see it. Fuck this. Fuck this fucking movie. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I'll see you next time when maybe we'll see a better movie. Maybe. Uh, Jack wrote uh, plugs. Jack wrote a really good Babadook article. Uh, I'm gonna be writing something about the Prestige. Uh, it has like basically a corkboard with like you know the like the the crazy detect basically the memento like yeah, it's kind of like that yeah i have a lot of notes in my room they're actually posted on yeah. the wall so i knew when jack walked in he was gonna be like are you okay and the answer is no okay so <laughs> so enough. i'm working on that jack did that uh there's a closer podcast and our guardians podcast up as the most recent ones there's a whole slew of podcasts and there's gonna be a men- momentum podcast. there is gonna be a mental podcast you do want to listen to that is very good it's also our 25th anniversary show and sunny is gonna kill us if we don't sunny is episode. screaming so, um i'm jack kolodeski i'm robert anderson thanks for listening Bye. have a good night don't see this don't movie. just don't don't do it don't do it don't do it you don't need to Where are the geeks squad? Where are the geeks? Oh, fuck this one. You gonna keep Sunny in here? What's up? You gonna keep Sunny in here? If I don't, then she's gonna claw at the door. I'm just gonna have to get her up, get it up, and let her back in. You know. All right. Well, yeah. I guess she's just gonna be a special guest. She'll be a special guest. We can make a joke about uh, and Mike Burge's girlfriend's here. Sunny. Oh, that's low. Oh, because I'll be making fun of Diana. Oh. No, that's, that's that is me. You know how Mike Burge always calls Sonny his girlfriend. Oh, uh, yeah, it's an inside joke. But then people on the outside would think I'm being rude. You're just being really mean. Yeah, which yeah. is not what I'm trying to say at all. Okay. God damn it! He's gonna fucking use this now. <laughs>